are we all ready to go? Ryan, you ready to? Hello and welcome to Dunstan Checks Men. This is the show where we uh, watch the 1996 ape film Dunstan Checks In one minute at a time. And we pair each minute with a movie. Um, I am Emily Monkeytown. And I'm Lord Andrew Rutledge. There we go. And we have some special guests with us here today. Yes. Uh, returning from our last episode, a mm-hmm. uh, uh, member of the um, member and creator, owner and archiver yeah. uh, from Super Mario Brothers Archive, uh, Stephen Applebaum. Thank you for returning with us. Oh, no. No problem. Glad to be here again. And then we also have uh, the, the other half of the Super Mario Brothers Archive, uh, uh, Ryan Haas. Oh. I believe we're all here now. We're all, we're all here. At least one of us is queer. Get used to it. <laughs> um, we watched Minute 15 of Dunstan Checks In. Yes. And I chose the movie, and I chose a very, a very original idea I had to pair it with the 1993 live-action adaptation of the video game Super Mario Brothers. Have you, do you, have you ever seen that film? Do you have any thoughts on it, Andrew? <laughs> uh, as I, as I uh, stated somewhere else, I believe last year I watched it a dozen or so times. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we know our guests are, are, are obviously very well familiar with the film as well. Yeah. Um, did we, you sent them the minute of the movie, right? Yes. Okay. I just realized that I didn't actually, I didn't have a hand on that. So uh, I wasn't sure. Uh, let's talk about this minute, huh? Yeah. Um, so this minute, well, let's, I, I do want to ask Ryan, Bless you. what is, um, Ryan, what's your familiarity with Dunstan Checks In? Oh, yeah. It's, it's one of those movies that I saw as a kid that I put in the same, that they would always play like at school or, you know, on a free day kind of deal or something. And it's in the same like bucket as movies like Baby's Day Out Ooh. to me. That's a movie that you Andrew know? talks about it's all got, the time yeah. that I, I still don't even believe exists. <laughs> Oh, it totally does. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just kind of in that same, like, 90s, wacky, like, it's for kids, like, fun, live-action kind of movie kind of thing. I thought it was interesting that you categorized it as an ape movie, because I don't know if, I mean, is that a category, or is it more like comedy, or I'm, kids, or I mean, adventure, those, or something? Those can all be subcategories of ape films. Yeah, I, I was making the case to someone yep. recently that um, the 90s was this weird time of animal movies. Sure. Where it was an animal yeah. paired up with a child and typically fixed the child's situation. I think you're making the case to me. <laughs> like We're Back, a dinosaur story. Yeah, well, that's another one that I put in there. Andre. Uh, Andre. Is a classic. Uh, Polly. Uh, I would even say, so the original Airbud was, I oh, believe, sure. 1999. Yeah. Uh, so that was the tail end of it before, and then Airbud turned into its own mess yeah uh but yeah it was it was it was the whole idea of an animal could come in and fix or save the day uh for a child Makes in sense. particular yeah mvp most valuable primate but that was definitely so, yeah. I mean, I, i'm i'm fairly familiar with the movie but i i mean i saw it quite a few times as a kid but i haven't not seen it in probably 20 years or 15 years so did you did you uh, attempt to watch it uh, in full for this or did you just watch the minute I just watched the minute, okay. which is maybe even right more fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did did the minute make any sense to you? It actually did because <laughs> it, it it's one of those minutes that when you watch it just by itself, you mm-hmm. it does kind of tell a little miniature story, which is I think always a good thing to see. Like if if it holds up, like the context 
it has like a beginning, middle, and end. I, I, it was kind of a fun little slapstick kind of scene. I completely forgot that, you know, Jason Alexander was in that movie, but oh, yeah. he's always <laughs> fun to watch. So yeah. I enjoyed that. Uh, so let's let's get into uh, the minute. Wait, first, do you know what the sequel to MVP Most Valuable Primate was called? Um, I'll tell you it was about skateboarding this time. Most Vertical Primate? Yep. There we go. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What a time. Yeah. Uh, all right, so the minute starts with uh, Don't Let Me Keep You. This is what I've written in my notes. Yeah. Uh, and then Consuelo. So this is Mrs. Dubrow mm-hmm. is making a pointed note of remembering this yeah, woman's name. Yeah, she's recording into a voice recorder. Mm-hmm. Consuelo, the yeah. name. She says, she says, she reads the name off the name tag, and then yeah. it, when Consuelo walks away, she says again into the recorder, Consuelo, very yeah. clearly. Yeah. Uh, this is the recorder that she was using, of course, in the last minute to take note of everything that was wrong mm-hmm. in the hotel by her standards. Yeah. Uh, so this is just her running tally of like, what's wrong? Here's what's going on. I swear that was wrong, according to Mrs. Dubrow. Uh, so now we we cut to uh, uh, Kyle is attempting to tell his dad a story. Yes. Uh, so Kyle says, "So I knocked on the trunk, and he knocked back. So I knocked on the trunk again, and he knocked back, and I was about to knock a third time." And then there's an interruption. Can I ask you a question? Sure. And this is for the room. Anyone can answer this. <laughs> Do you think ape knuckles are as hard, harder, or softer than human knuckles? That's interesting. Harder. Harder. Is, is that what you said, Stephen? Yeah, harder. Interesting. I think of them as being softer. I think. I, you know... I was trying to think both ways, and I think it makes more sense if they're harder because they do a lot of physical climbing. Sure, but I think or, I, or do they walk on their knuckles? Too? Yeah, like, like they like prop themselves up. Oh, that's yeah. true. That that's an interesting argument, actually, Ryan. See, for the climbing and stuff, I I figured softer because I thought they would be more sinewy, more like rope mm, mm. than human knuckles. Do you think they're more segmented knuckles? Oh, that's interesting. Should we ever get an orangutan expert on this show? I thought you were going to say, should we ever get an orangutan on this show? Well, that too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would really like to take just a deep look at an orangutan hand. Because we've had some questions before about the thumb. Uh, I'm wondering about the knuckles. I feel like knocking, I just don't know that it would sound like a human knock. Hmm. Uh, Do you think that perhaps instead of the, you're thinking, you're imagining this is Dunstan's hand. Oh, you you think think he was knocking with something else? Like his foot. Okay. Maybe he was kicking the That's side. What That's what you Well, when you sure. said ape knuckles, that also That's sounded like meant, a dirty huh? word. <laughs> um, that's interesting. I thought, thought gonna, I thought you were going to say, are ape knuckles uh, eggs or skulls? And I, was <laughs> um, I mean, those are more like eggs, obviously. Uh, well, I think ape knuckles are <laughs> like skulls. What the hell? <laughs> We've swapped sides. <laughs> um, let's go on with a minute. And I have hit the microphone with my hand. Very good. Uh, so the the interruption is, and, and Mr. Grant at this point, well, Jason Alexander. At a certain point, we should talk about uh, his office. By the way, sure. W- whenever you want. Okay. Okay. In the background, I'm like, there's like a, a shelf on the background, yeah, or some piece of furniture that he has like pictures and stuff set up on. Yeah. He has what looks to me to be a child drawn picture of the Red Power Ranger. Yep. Would you agree with that assessment? I would agree with that. I thought it also might be Spider Man for a second. <laughs> I I believe it is the Power Ranger. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, thoughts? That's it's Kyle's drawing. Do you think it's Kyle, or do you think it's Brian's from an earlier age? No, I think it's Kyle's drawing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fairly, fairly certain. <laughs> it's it's an interesting thing to have. Well, I I feel like you know, 
it's not uncommon for a parent to have some of their kids are like pinned to the wall of a cubicle. Yeah. But like in a nice office, I guess maybe I'm, maybe I'm the asshole workaholic parent here right now because yeah. it seems to me weirdly out of place, <laughs> like framed in a nice office. I think the frame helps it fit in. Yeah. Yeah. It's very jarring. We just see like just framed pictures and then boom, this big streak of red that is the Power Ranger. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe that's what get mis- gets Mr. Grant through the day. Perhaps. He sees his child's work. Do you think he... Uh, as a particular loving father, based on what we've seen in this movie? Are you saying, do, you, do I think he cares about his kids? Yes. I think he cares about his kids. I don't know. Steven, Ryan, any thoughts? If he's, if he's got, I mean, you wouldn't just put that a picture there just to just to get street cred. I think you would have to actually <laughs> <laughs> want that, some sort of memento. That's true. I also feel like Mrs. Dubrow would not care for it, and, and she does not comment on it, though. Yeah, she doesn't no, comment on it. She probably hasn't even seen one episode of Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, but she still sees a child's drawing on the desk. <laughs> sure. Uh, well, I don't think she's looking that hard. Fair. She's got her eyes on that other thing. Uh, so the phone rings. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Grant picks it up. Mm-hmm. He's not even listening to Kyle. That's, that's what I really want to point out. Yeah, I'm telling you, he's a dickhead bad dad. Well, he's doing work. Uh, picks up the phone. And it's just someone on the phone says, do alert. And that's why I picked Super Mario Brothers for this minute, so we can talk about that now. Plumber alert. Yeah, plumber alert. Very similar to plumber alert. Yeah. Which this, I believe was the same reason you picked the film in the last minute. Yeah. <laughs> we, we both keyed in on do alert as plumber alert. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that's... It is undeniably sort of orally similar yeah it just it strikes a familiar tone in our ears Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so should we talk about super mario brothers sure okay what a good fucking movie (laughs) what else to say uh uh, ryan i i I do want to do you do you sense any similarities between super mario brothers and uh dunstan checks in other than the aforementioned um you know dubrow alert and (laughs) the fact that it's a a 90s movie with an animal connection Mm -hmm. Not really. <laughs> Not just animal connection, but an ape connection, I would argue. Yeah. We got, we got, we got, I think it's a chimp in, in, in <clears throat> Mario that, what that uh, Scapelli turns into. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, uh, both films take place in a, a large tower setting. That's true. Mm-hmm. Steven coming with the similarities. Are there, are there any like hotel shenanigans? And not in Mario, unfortunately, <laughs> not to my knowledge. That'd be fun, though. Yeah. That would have been a fun one. Uh, I, I did want to... Um, I was saving this from our last episode. I didn't want to run out of juice. Sure. Uh, there was something that I noticed on this rewatch uh, uh, for this minute of the Super Mario Brothers film. Um, there's some musical cues mm-hmm. that kind of carry throughout certain scenes yeah. in ways that I had never put together before. Mm-hmm. So there is... Um, I think of it mostly in the scene where... Uh, Lena comes in to talk to Princess Daisy when Princess Daisy puts on her mother's dress. Yeah. There's a kind of a violin musical cue. Yeah. It isn't necessarily part of one song or another in that scene. I know the one you're talking about, yeah. It also plays when Daisy is talking about the the fossil to Luigi yeah. in the in the subway scene. It's the it's the late motif of the, of Daisy's family. Yeah, I I, I and I like that yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if that was if it was also, meant to at, at the end when um when Mario and Luigi are going back to their world and yeah. Daisy is standing there with Yoshi and Toad. Yeah, yeah. This is it's I, I don't know if that was perhaps the intention it was supposed to be Daisy's theme, 
I think so. Yeah, it, but it's Anytime it works. she has powerful emotional moments. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, I did something. So I, I find the, my last two watches of this film, which I did for this episode and last episode, I did in the same day. Yeah. But I tried to achieve different vibes. Okay. So the one for the last minute, I it was first thing in the morning. I was fresh and awake. I had a nice soothing cup of green tea. Uh, the second watch, the watch for this episode, I, I ate some some food, some special food. Oh, okay. A special kind of food, if you know what I'm saying. Uh huh. The food, the food had marijuana in it. Um, and it was it was right before I went to bed, so it was for a sort of different vibe. Uh huh. And uh, I'll tell you, this second watch was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, I unfortunately left my notebook at home by mistake. Oh no. Um, but I did have some good notes. One thing I really noticed was that Luigi has very chaotic sexual energy in this movie. Yeah. He sort of comes at you from a lot of different directions in a way that I didn't, I don't think I quite appreciated in any of my previous watches. And I would like to highlight that here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, I, 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 I just love this movie. It's a very good movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I think there is so much to be gleaned from it. Yeah. I've well, also never been more certain that, um, the things that wash Mario and Luigi are shy guys. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Who are they? I've never, I never saw a shy guy in that film. Okay, but you know the things that washed Mario and Luigi at the police station. They, I mean, they get defungus. Yeah. By I don't shy, know if I call that guys. wash. By shy guys. By who? By shy guys. By who? You know what guys, shy guys are. Guys from Chicago. Oh my shy god. Guys? From Chi-Town? Have I brought? I've, we must have brought this up with 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 y'all before, Ryan, Stephen. Do you have any thoughts on whether or not those things are shy guys? Um, you I, know the. I believe the they are listed the, in the connection the, section yeah, of your yeah. website as shy guys. <laughs> you know what? We we did not build <laughs> that references page that that was built by um one of our site staff, Rory. Oh, so wow. some of those um references were just kind of his own um interpretation well it sounds to me like rory has a good head valid on his shoulders to view the the fungus unit as shy guys thank you um the the garbage guys that you see later on are called sniffits and those are definitely that's, sniffits, right. yeah. that's an actual yeah that's an actual game enemy those are kind so of the, the decontamination guys are probably more valid shy guys than anyone else thank you ryan any thoughts yeah, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with Steven, as I usually do, but I would like to think that maybe they're not, just so we can claim the Shy Guys for our own in the in the sequel that we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those Shy Guys were so cool. Yeah, they were very cool. Yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. I agree. Uh, all right, so no Shy Guys. Got it. Cool. No, that's not what, ha- that's not what was said. That is not at all what was said. Um, uh, that's fine. Yeah. Uh... I, I mean, I don't know. We talked so much about the plumber alert in the last yeah, episode. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but, I mean, it's still, it's a very good moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I can I see it so clearly in my mind. Koopa yeah. is, is wiping uh, the, whatever that cleansing stuff is off of his hands yeah. with the tissues. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, you know, um, Iggy and, and Spike. Let's talk about powerful, evil women. Swap places. Lena and Mrs. Dubrow. They swap. <laughs> How do you think they would handle the universe, the, each other's universes? Um, Lena would succeed. Yeah, I agree. I don't think Mrs. Dubrow would succeed. You don't think she would succeed in Dino Hat? No. I don't think she could. The way that she uses Victor. Sure. 
I don't think she could do that same tactic on Koopa. You don't think she has any other tricks up her sleeve? I mean, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I I I don't think it's clear from the film. Yeah. Uh, but you could, you could probably extrapolate that she's a, a trickster. Stephen and Ryan, do you think Lena would successfully kill the orangutan in Dunstan Jackson? <laughs> I think she would. I mean, she's pretty she's pretty ruthless. She, she I mean, she merged the universes. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> she does succeed by her at her own detriment. Yeah, I think she would do better in our world because I don't think she would die in, in the Dunstan checks in. Hmm. That'd be interesting. Yeah. That's a thinker. Yeah. That's a thinker. We haven't even gotten to the Paul Rubens character yet. That's true. There's so much more movie. But I think Lena and the Paul Rubens character would get along. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. You think he would be a good henchman for her? Yeah. 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 I think he he wants to serve mm-hmm. and she wants to command. Yeah. That would be that'd be a good I pairing. Didn't, I didn't know we were going to have sexy talk on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's not that was not my intention. <laughs> that's I mean that's the I mean Super Mario Brothers is a powerfully horny movie. You cannot talk about it without at some this point getting true. into sexy talk. This is very very true. Um, Stephen Ryan, do you have any miscellaneous thoughts on on how Super Mario Brothers connects to this minute of the film beyond the Dubrow alert plumber alert connection? I mean, and of course, the the link between um, Power Rangers and Super Mario Brothers is is dinosaurs. Of course, that's true. So. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. And gaining superpowers. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. There you go. Or, um, a season of Power Rangers that's like very similar to the premise of Super Mario Brothers about dinosaurs visiting Earth millions of years ago, but then theirs got split off, and then now they're Power Rangers. Oh, interesting. Oh, huh. that sounds pretty mm. cool. That does sound really cool. I'm into that. I mean, yeah, it seems to be a common premise I've seen in several different Japanese media uh, I think the other most prominent one is like Chrono Trigger deals with like dinosaurs and other dimensions as huh. well I didn't know that's what Chrono Trigger was about well that's like uh, this is a complete tangent but sure. did you know let's, Nino, let's go let's take this road baby let's uh, do see you listen to the Polygon show yeah the, the, when they talked about how Nino Kuni is basically the, the part of the plot is that a young boy prince meets up with the American president yeah. because the American president was secreted away to a different dimension because of a nuclear attack. Oh yeah. That's insane. <laughs> How did I never Whoa. know that? Um, I don't know what Nino Cooney is is what I was going to say. It's just a video game. Okay. It's, yeah, it's RPG. Okay. Should we talk about the minute again? Yeah. Let's get right back into it. Uh, so Mr. Grant reacts mm. very strongly yes. to this phrase, Dubrow alert. Yeah. He gets up, he starts running around uh, uh, Kyle says, I'm not done. His dad says, yes, you are. Yeah. He decides uh, that he's done. He says, she doesn't like kids. She once kicked Big Bird in the nuts. That's a very... <laughs> I got a laugh out of you. You got a laugh out of me in the room. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's such a weird line to be in this movie. Now, what... I mean, what can we even imagine was the scenario where Mrs. Dubrow was close enough to Big Bird to kick him in the nuts? I, here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. I don't think I don't think she kicked the real Big Bird in the nuts. Well, what what is the real Big Bird? I don't think she. I I think there was some kind of children's event okay. at a hotel that she managed, and they had a hired, you know, just someone in a Big Bird suit okay. to come and be Big Bird for the kids. I think maybe he was demanding too much money or something. She got into a dispute and she kicked him in the nuts. I I have a similar theory. 
in front of the kids. My the- yeah, of course. I very firmly believe this happened in front of the kids. <laughs> my my theory of how this happened was actually uh, more in the line of a Macy's Day Parade situation. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. You're saying she kicked the balloon in the nuts? No, but there was there was a costume Big Bird mm. roaming near the the float. I don't watch parades. And and. Uh, maybe that he turned a corner, or they, he went down an alley, and there she was, and ready she, to kick him in the nuts. Okay, so she, she saw Big Bird and immediately, immediately became so enraged yeah. that she kicked him in the nuts. Yeah, she'd been thinking about it for weeks. I don't buy that. And she went, "This is my chance." I'm sorry, she I said, don't. Victor, I don't, I'm going on a walk. I don't buy that <laughs> one bit. I'm sorry. Don't look for me. <laughs> I think she just avoids the parade altogether. Uh, well, maybe the parade came to her. Oh, my God. No, I, th- I think my theory is much more plausible. <laughs> I, I don't know. But I, I do, I, I think it is just meant to display how harsh she is to sure. children and their media. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Stephen and Ryan, what did you, you two think of that line? I thought, like, I immediately jumped to the parade idea, but but I, I, I like a, Emily's idea a lot more about <laughs> there being some sort of localized event than... You know, she's in her controlled environment, like in the hotel, right? And that's what she's used to critiquing. And then just the fact that there could be this outside event going on that's like messing up her mojo and stuff, like probably already has her had her on edge. Yeah, <laughs> and that made a lot more sense to me. <laughs> Thank you, right? Mm. Um, what uh, happens next? So, um, Mr. Grant looks at his door, mm-hmm. and he sees uh, Mrs. Dubrow and, and Victor approaching. Yeah. Now, are are we are we thinking that this is Victor Dubrow or? I know, in fact, when you said Victor at this moment, I I forgot that his name was Victor. I think of him as Mister Dubrow. Okay, so it, is this a situation where she has she taken married him for his money? Yeah, yeah. She and she has taken his last name. Yeah. Uh, so the Dubrows are approaching. Mm-hmm. So oh, Mister Grant Dubrow. turns. Yeah. Picks up Kyle by the belt. The belt and the shirt. Yeah. Uh, it's a big pickup. Yeah. Do you think he's carrying his child like it's a suitcase? Yeah. <laughs> do you think in the room that there was an attachment, or do you think he's literally grabbing oh, this kind kid? Of harness. Yeah. That's interesting. Um. Yeah, I, I think there's. I mean, it's they're trying to make it look as slick as possible, but yeah, I, I figured there was some sort of harness that they have have him in where he can have a get a good hold. That you makes know? sense. Yeah. Um. So when he picks, pretty up, funny. <laughs> Kyle says, "Put me down." Um, there's, oh God, my notes are indecipherable right now. Uh, he, he ends up deciding to toss Kyle under the desk. To hide him under the desk? Yes. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Is this child abuse? Oh God. Oh, dear God. Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) I, this is why, this is why I'm shocked by the Power Ranger drawing because I don't think of him as a good dad in general. I, (laughs) I don't know. I think he's trying to save his son from, from some. Getting... The way he just picks him up and does that makes me think that, he, that he's. This is not the first time that this has happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. When then the Dubrows open the door. Yeah. Uh, she says Robert. Yes. That's that's Mr. Grant's first name. Sure, Robert, Robert Grant. Grant. Uh, he goes, Mrs. Dubrow. Uh, he trips. Yeah. And he says, Oh, roll in the carpet. Sure. Now, the, is this his son grabbing his leg? I believe so. <laughs> or his shoelace or something? I think this is his son grabbing his leg. Okay, because he, he says, you know, and then he says, oh, what a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Miss, uh, he goes, Mr. Dubrow, nice to see you, sir. Yeah. Very respectful to, yeah, to Mr. Dubrow. Mr. Yeah. Dubrow. And she's Mrs. Dubrow. Yeah, yeah. 
So what were you thinking? Why was I it even a question earlier? I don't know. <laughs> My notes are a mess. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and the first thing that uh, Victor Dubrow says is fluffy towels. Yeah. Uh, very fun. Uh, it, Mr. Green goes, I beg your pardon, sir. Yeah. He says, read the cards, Robert. You got to read the cards to know what the guests want. Yeah. I love Victor Dubrow. Victor Dubrow is pretty great. He's a fantastic character. Well, you love an old man. I do. <laughs> you know, I once read somewhere that grandpas are just ancient, a- antique little boys. <laughs> Why would you bring that to this podcast? <laughs> I'm very sorry, uh, Ryan and Stephen. That is a, uh, a weird bit that Emily and I have been trading back and forth <laughs> whenever we see that sign somewhere, a sign that what says... Do you mean whenever we see that, as if that's a common thing that we see all the time? We've seen it twice. You've seen it twice. I've never seen it. Well, it's very odd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Andrew that, once encountered a license plate frame that said, Grandpas are just antique little boys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll have to be on the lookout for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the person who created and the people who buy that license plate frame I think they love old men in the same way that you do. That's probably true. I think it comes from a similar place in the heart, Andrew. Uh, so, uh, Victor uh, Dubrow is talking about the comment cards. Yes. That people can submit, uh, I guess, to uh, suggestion boxes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, he says uh, twice in a row, know what they want. Mm-hmm. He like really wants to emphasize that. And yeah. then it's, uh, until Robert uh, responds, Victor two towels. times. <laughs> Victor Dubrow. Yeah. It is a two-brow. <laughs> We've gotten too deep in. I would like to apologize to <laughs> Ryan and Steven for what just happened. So then he says, uh, that's right, nice fluffy towels. And we're seeing in the background some activity by Mrs. Dubrow, which well, is prob- not resolved until the next minute. Can I tell you what I think the problem, why they might have some trouble getting fluffy towels? What? It's because once they get so fluffy, it becomes harder to get that M imprinted than when you do oh, the Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You're exactly right. Yeah. It's hard to imprint the M on a fluffy towel. You fool, it'd be easier to imprint <laughs> it on a fluffy towel. Um, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we part of the Dubrow alert chain in the last minute, we did see the kind of laundry area. Yeah. Uh, so so I bet they're ready to hear what Dubrow has to say. Do you ever drink too much coffee and then your eye starts switching? Um, I mean, I've had eye twitches separate from coffee. I just had my twitch. That's that's troubling. I had three shots of espresso today. Oh no! <laughs> I normally one is borderline too much. Uh huh. Uh huh. I went through a period where I would drink the uh, uh, not necessarily monster, but the monster style energy drinks. I, I don't care for those. Mmm, that was a rough rough time. <laughs> rough time in your life. Ooh, they they said they could see me visibly shake. <laughs> I was vibrating off this plane of existence. <laughs> Stephen Ryan, any issues with caffeine on your end? Uh, not particularly, but I don't binge drink it, so that's good. <laughs> uh, but we are coming to the end of the uh, minute here. Yeah. Uh, and we are seeing Mrs. Dubrow is putting her kind of brooch or pin. She has a vaguely star-shaped brooch that oh. she is adding to the five existing five-star plaque to make it a six-star plaque. Yeah. I, it's vaguely star-shaped, vaguely flower-shaped. I would agree. Yeah. And uh, she's adding it. This is something that will be resolved in the next minute. Mm-hmm. Um uh, which brings us to the end of this minute. Uh, uh, Ryan and Steven, any stray thoughts on this minute you want to get out before we finish up here? I just thought it was kind of a interesting look at the movie, and it it made me want to go back and maybe watch it again because <laughs> I haven't seen it in so long. You know, it's always fun to rewatch movies that you saw as a kid because sometimes they hold up, sometimes they don't hold up at all, and sometimes they hold up 
shockingly well or you see things in a new light. So yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe I'll have to give this another shot. So uh, I will, should I reveal now what, what film I've paired with Minute 16? Oh, yeah, do it. Okay. Minute 16, <laughs> I've chosen to pair it with a film. I thought you were done. I, <laughs> from, I don't know what this, this noise is not a, a drum, drum roll. roll. It's terrifying. That's a drum roll. It's a film from 1949 <laughs> called The Inspector General. There it is. Uh, so you could you could check that out. It's it's streaming on Amazon Prime if you really want to uh, pair your the movie with the minute. Yeah. Uh, but if not, that's fine. I don't blame you. Yeah. Uh, so what? Huh? Ryan, Stephen, anything to plug? Just uh, just follow follow you can follow me on Twitter at smb yeah. underscore ryan and of course the uh, Stephen and the Super Mario Brothers movie archive at smb movie. And check out check out our website smbmovie.com. We've got um, a lot of new content coming up this year, uh, including some holdover stuff from last year. We had a really cool um, screening here where I am in Raleigh at our history museum, where we had a bunch of people that worked on the Super Mario Brothers movie come down and do a Q and A panel. So we'll be posting that um, and some photos and stuff from that event shortly. Very so. exciting. That is very exciting. Uh, I think uh, we we might have lost Stephen. Stephen, are you still there? But uh, he sent a message saying that he oh I didn't see the message. He might be uh, having trouble hearing us. Oh no. Uh, I'm, yeah, very sorry for all for any technical issues that are occurring here. Stephen got norded. <laughs> oh no, that was some pre-show knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want to hear more of our pre-shows, you can find us on Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Dunstan. Yep. God, I don't know if that's it. I don't know. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll do my plugs right now. Um, I'll do brow your plugs right now. Cool. Uh, I do some other podcasts. One of them is, uh, nothing new, a remake podcast, uh, that I do every month with Justin Kizan. Our January episode is welcome to Marwin versus Marwin call. Marwin call was the documentary. Welcome to Marwin is the Steve Carell starring Robert Zemeckis directed film. I did not realize that was based on a documentary. Yeah. It's based on a true story, which was uh, chronicled in a documentary first. Uh, you can also check out It's On My List. It's on my list pod.com. Uh, every month, uh, five friends and I get together and talk about the films that are on your list, films that people say you must see, and we decide whether or not you need to see them, whether yeah. or not they're necessary in this day and age. Uh, we go all the way from Gone with the Wind to The Shining to The Matrix and, and beyond. Hmm. Uh, so you never know what you're going to get every month. Did you ever go to Infinity and Beyond? Uh, I'd, we'd have to find some people who haven't seen like Toy Story. <laughs> okay. And whether or not that's on a list. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'd put that on a must-see list. I would. T- Toy Story? TBH. Toy Story? You kidding me? I'm sorry. Wow. We got Mr. No Pixar over here. I'd put Monsters, Inc. before Toy Story. Oh, that's crazy. But Toy Story is more iconic, I would say. <sighs> See, if it, Toy Story has a lot of moments that are even like they're borrowing from other movies. Yeah, but I, I feel like it's Toy iconic Sp- because it's stealing the icons. It's true. You can say the same thing about Star Wars, though. Uh, that's more like playing with mythology than stealing the icons. No, it's like stealing mythology from Japanese movies like Hidden Fortress. Oh, that's true. I haven't seen Hidden Hidden Fortress. Fortress. Um, But, I mean, Toy Story, I would argue, deserves a place in the list because it's like, Toy Story is like the movie that sort of sold America on the idea of 3D animation. Yes, you're correct. In a way, more so than like previous 3D animation. I want to get one more gag in. Fidden Fortress is like uh, an old-timey Mickey Mouse character. (laughs) Okay, so you can check all those out. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at PodcasterAndrew. 
uh, check out. I have a recent appearance on Geek KO. Uh, that's on the Geek Say What Network. Uh, go check all their shows out. The good stuff. Me and Emily have appeared on many of their shows, that's many correct. of their episodes. All the uh, great shows. All the great shows. Uh, Thanks, thanks again to Ryan and Steven. I would like to plug. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch at VeryCoolEmily. I stream three times a week. The schedule's been a little up in the air, but generally it's Tuesdays, Thursdays, and a weekend day. Um, sometimes I stream Fallout 76 with this dipshit over here. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> um, what? what uh, you already plugged the Patreon? Oh, uh, uh, Apple Podcasts. Apple? Apple Podcasts. Okay. Uh, rate and review us. Um, give us five stars, and here's what I need the text of the review to be. Oh boy! So you're gonna give us five stars, and the text. Oh, we heard a no. I think we've officially lost Steven. Wow, so sorry. Okay, five um, star. Five stars, and then in the text of your review, you here's what you do. You go to applepodcast.com. I went from New Zealand to Russia there, um, or you know, you just open Apple Podcasts, or you know, I just want to call it iTunes. Can I just call no, it iTunes? No, they don't call it that no more. But when you open it on your computer, you're not opening the Apple Podcast desktop app. But who's using their computer to listen to podcasts? Who's, but that's what you would use to write a review, I would think. Oh, I guess you're right. So you go to your computer, you open iTunes, uh-huh. you search the Apple Podcast store yeah. for Dunstan Checksmen. You give us five stars, and then in the text of the review you're going to write, you're going to say, you're going to write an article. <laughs> From Good. the point of view okay. of J. Jonah Jameson. Hey! And you're going to say, you're going to make your case against Spider-Man. Okay. So make your case against... Is he a threat or a menace? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be good, you know? You don't have to do it like it's an actual article. You, I just also, need, the Triple J is, his articles aren't good. True. <laughs> I just need five stars and the case against Spider-Man from your perspective. Very good. Uh, so, thanks again, Ryan and Steven. Uh, uh, and... I guess until next time, we're checking out. Yep. Do you like wrestling? Well... I'm here to tell you about Massive Bud's Wrestling Show. I'm Brendan Creasy, and you may know me from podcasts such as Radio Brendo Man, Popsicles, and MBWS in its former names. But we're still here, and now we're Massive Bud's Wrestling Show. My friend Keith Gomez and I talk about the latest in WWE, Southern California indie wrestling, and cannabis. Yeah, that's right. I said cannabis. Check us out. Massive Buds Wrestling Show, mbwspod.com, or benviewnetwork.com, and of course on Apple Podcasts and all podcast services. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at bendunetwork.com.